0: The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, the original and immortal stories of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle dramatized anew with Sir Ralph Richardson as Dr. Watson and Sir John Gielgud in the role of Sherlock Holmes.
1: Last through another day. What shall I do, Doctor? Oh, heaven, help him. Mr. Holmes is dying.
0: I'll never forget that terrible November day in 89. I was in practice in Paddington, and Mrs. Hudson, our old Baker Street landlady, somehow made her way to my rooms through the fog with that dreadful message. I was horrified. I'd heard nothing of Sherlock Holmes' illness, I'd seen little enough of the man himself for some time, knowing that he was engaged in a very complex case somewhere. But I need hardly say that when I'd calmed Mrs Hudson as best I could, I snatched my coat and hat and I rushed out with her to a hansom. Doctor, we're
1: going so slow. Great
0: heavens, man, can't you go faster? I'm a doctor. man's life depends on it. Not a hope,
2: sir, Not in this form. Can't hardly see a yard. Careful, careful, man. Sorry. Can't have it always. Nearly went into that tray I did. Blind hurry.
0: Do what you can. Try the side streets. No lights in them, Governor. What number was it you said in Baker Street? 221B, Mr. Sherlock Holmes. Is it him that's dying? It is. Hurry, man. You have double fare.
2: That's different, sir. I don't mean the pair, but if it's Mr. Sherlock Holmes, it's different, I mean. Get up (laughs) there,
0: Miss UK. Oh, Oh, Mrs. Hudson, Mrs. Hudson, I really must beg you for things worrying enough without tears.
2: Oh, I can't help it,
1: Doctor, honest. I'm that upset. He's been so good to me
0: always. Yes, yes, I know. I'm sorry. How long has he been like this, so ill? Three days. It's been sinking fast, sir. Oh, it's Pitiful Steve lying there. But why on earth didn't you tell me before? At least you could have got some kind of medical help for Let it. Let
1: me. You know how masterful he is. I couldn't bear it any more when I saw him lying there this afternoon. Them bones sticking out of his face and his great bright eyes staring at me. Oh, he'll never get out of his bed again, Doctor.
0: Oh, pray heaven I can do something to prevent that, Mrs. Hudson.
1: I told him I wouldn't bide another minute and I was going to fetch a doctor with his leave or without, I said. And he said, let it be Dr. Watson, then he said. So I come, sir.
0: Thank heaven. What's he been doing lately? Do you know? Oh, I never
1: do, sir. But he did say something about a case down at Rotherhithe.
0: The river and this fog. He's picked up some infection. Oh,
2: that's my beauty. We've nearly done it, sir. There's 221B two, two, Baker Street.
0: Heaven bless you. Now, take this sovereign, Mrs. Hudson, and do you settle with the driver while I run straight upstairs.
2: Very good, sir. Here we are, sir. Well, my old beauty. This is it, sir. Well, my beauty. Holmes. Great heavens. Holmes. Well, Watson, back to the old haunt again, I see. You never could escape from Baker Street for long. Uh, but we've fallen on evil days, you see. My dear fellow. No, Watson, keep back. Come one step nearer. And I shall order you out of the house. But you're a sick to death, Holmes. I'm a doctor. Do what I say, Watson. Stay where you are. <coughs>
0: You're you're in a fever. Mrs. Hudson was right. I've never seen such a brightness in man's eyes. Yes,
2: and this foul crust on my lips. And my bones almost breaking through the skin. Oh, don't think I haven't seen it, Watson. Don't think I haven't kept staring into the mirror these last three days. Just waiting. Waiting? For confirmation. What I've suspected from the start. Well, now, let me... No, 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 don't be angry with me, Watson. You're a good fellow, but... It's for your own sake, and you must keep your distance. Don't come near me. My sake? Holmes, you're delirious. Am I? But I know, you see. I know what's the matter. It's a coolie disease from Sumatra, Watson. The Dutch know more about it than we do, but even though they've hardly made much of it, it's deadly and horribly contagious. Good heavens, Holmes. Do you suppose that'll
0: hinder me? It's my job, man. I'd go near a stranger in such circumstances,
2: let alone our old friend. Stay where you are, I say. Do I have to ask again? Uh, Sit there and I'll go on talking. Otherwise, you'll have to leave me alone to
0: die in peace. Now, Holmes, I warn you. You can be master elsewhere, but at least I'm master in the sick room. Now, I'm going to examine your symptoms and treat you for them. Ah, then, very well, Watson,
2: I must say. It. If I am to have a doctor, I must at least have a man whom i have some confidence you you've none in me then oh in your friendship of course we've been through so much together i know you're worth man but well, facts are facts and your experience is very limited and your qualifications rather mediocre watson i see do you think i wanted to say that old friend i i hated it but i had to forgive me
0: yes yes of course but if you've no confidence in me, after all, we've been to each other. I won't intrude my services for a moment. Oh, Watson, Watson. Yes, but at least you'll permit me to bring someone else, then. I can't sit here and watch you die, even if you have hurt me so abominably. Now, let me bring Penrose
2: Fisher, any of the best
0: men in London. <laughs> you mean so well,
2: Watson. You always did. Do you want me to demonstrate your ignorance? What do you know, Tapanuli fever? Oh. What do you know of the Black Formosa corruption? I admit I've never heard of either of them. Uh, You see, there are so many problems of disease in the East, Watson. I've learned so much lately. That's how I became infected. There's a case among some coolies at the docks. You can't do anything. I can. I've suddenly remembered. Aintree's
0: in London. He's the greatest living authority on tropical disease. I'm going to fetch him
2: Holmes, this instant. Watson! Stay where you are. I'm not dead yet. And you won't pass this door while I have strength to stand up in front of it. Great heavens, Holmes. There, you see? It's locked. And you won't get this key from me by force, Watson. I've got you, my friend. Holmes, this is insanity. Is it? Those are the final symptoms, I believe. Stand over there, little. Is there by the table. Let me pass round you to... Get back to bed. Oh, 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 Lord, the pain. Ah. Elise,
0: let me give you some water.
2: Aye, Dad. I can reach it if I want it. You shall have your way, Watson, if you'll just have patience. Only give me a moment to get my strength. I seem to have no choice. I'll let you go, Watson. Yes. In a quarter of an hour, I'll let you go. But you'll seek help only from the man I choose. As long as I, clear? Can, as long as I can bring someone. Yeah, you shall, I promise. There's only one thing, just one thing, old friend. Well, what is it? I'll do anything. Have you any change in your pocket? Change? Well, I,
0: I think so, yes. <coughs> any silver? Uh, yes, a good deal.
2: How many half crowns?
0: Uh, half crown. Yeah, quickly,
2: count them, Watson. Uh, why, why, Five. Uh, too few, too few. Too, too few, too few for what? Uh, but we must do what we can. Quick. Put them all into your watch pocket, Watson. And all the rest of your money in your left trouser pocket. Ah, oh, thank you. It'll, it'll balance you so much better, you see. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, yes. Light the gas now, will you? I'll let you move to light the gas, Watson, but you you must be careful. Not for one instant must it be more than half on. I implore you, Watson. Otherwise, the balance of your silver will be altered again. Thank you. Thank you. Well, now there's nothing to do but wait.
0: What are you doing, man? Nothing, nothing. I'm just putting the matches back on the table. Hello. What a curious little ivory box.
2: Put it down, Watson! This instant you hear! My dear Holmes! Holmes. I, I hate to have my things touched. <laughs> you know that? Oh, you fidget it me on endurance. And you, a doctor, you're, you're enough to drive a patient to an asylum. You find the sugar tongs on the mantelpiece. Sugar tongs? To lift the box, man. Yes, that little library box. Set it closer to me here, where I can watch it. So, you see, it might be full of oysters. Oysters? Yeah, of course they're so prolific, Watson. And everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, but I think you wanted wanted to go now. Now that your silver balances. Anywhere to get help for you? Uh,
0: I can't bear to see you like this, Holmes.
2: Uh, very well. It's time now. You can go and fetch Mr. Culverton Smith to me, number thirteen, Lower Burke Street. Culverton <laughs> Smith? I've never heard the name. Yeah, no doubt. It may surprise you that the one man on earth who really knows about this disease isn't a medical man at all, but a planter. He's a well-known resident of Sumatra, home on leave. Well, I'll go at once if you'll give me the key. Yes. Yeah, stay there. I'll throw it up on the table. Oh, there's only one thing more. Watson, one more. What is it? You you may have to plead with him to come. To plead? Yes, there's no good feeling between us. His nephew, a young fellow called Victor Savage, died recently. I I suspected foul play, and I let Culverton Smith see that I suspected so that the fellow has a grudge (coughs) against But you'll beg him, Watson, implore him. Get him here by any means. He's the only man in all the world who can save me. I'll bring him if I have to carry him. Nothing of the sort. Persuade him to come, but come back yourself first. Yes, make any excuse so as to reach me before he dies. You won't fail me, Watson. I never did, I think. No. Oh, bless you, Watson, never. Here's the key. In Lower Burke Street. Culverton Smith. Here... Yeah, you and I, Watson, have done our part. But the world might still be overrun by oysters. All our gaslit, foggy, wondrous world.
0: at the wreck of that magnificent intellect, I left him babbling like a foolish child. The fog had lifted a little, but progress through the gas-lit streets was still delayed. I found my destination at last, 13 Lower Burke Street. And feeling desperate, I forced my way in past the man-servant who opened the door. I found myself in a dark hall, confronting the figure of a man, very small... And twisted in the shoulders and back, but with a skull of enormous capacity and a face coarse grained and strangely yellow. Mr. Calverton Smith. Mr. Calverton Smith? What is the meaning of this intrusion? I'm sorry, but the matter simply can't be delayed. My friend, Mr. Sherlock Holmes. What? Holmes? You've come from Sherlock Holmes. This instant. My name's Watson.
1: What about Holmes?
0: How is he? Desperately ill. That's why I've come.
2: So?
1: I- I'm sorry to hear it. Do sit down, Mr. Watson. Doctor, doctor. I- indeed. A professional in my own amateur line, then? And Mr. Holmes has his enemies, too. In crime, of course. Where ours are among the microbes.
0: <laughs> uh, it's on account of your special knowledge that Mr. Holmes wanted to see you, Mr. Smith. He's a high opinion of your skill in Eastern diseases.
1: Indeed. I'll confess, the subject is a particular hobby of mine. But, um, why did Mr. Sherlock
0: Holmes fancy this disease of his was, uh, Eastern... He's been working on a case among some Chinese sailors down by the docks. Ah,
1: that's it, is it. Well, we must trust that
0: the matter isn't as grave as you suppose. How long has he been ill? Three days. Is he delirious? I'm afraid so, quite severely. Hmm.
1: Hmm. It sounds serious enough, then.
0: I- I- I'll come with you at once. Oh, Doctor. thank you, thank you. But I'm afraid I've another appointment, Mr. Smith. You'll find the street door ajar. His landlady may not be back. Now, I-, I must hurry, Mr. Smith. Oh, oh, very well. I'll go alone, then. I know Mr.
1: Holmes' address. You can rely on my being there within half an hour. Thank you. Good, thank evening, you. Dr. good evening, Dr. Watson. Good evening. A very good evening to you, sir. <laughs>
2: all right all right oh oh Watson that's good did you see him yes he's coming admirable you're the best of messengers my dear Watson
0: he wanted to come back with me
2: ah that would never have done Watson would it but, but why well he asked what was wrong with me of course well I told him about the Chinese in the East End exactly you've done all that a good friend could I'm very much obliged well, now you must disappear from the scene
0: entirely. I must wait and hear his opinion, Holmes. You can't deny me that.
2: Oh, yeah, yes, of course you must. <coughs> I wouldn't dream of depriving you of it, but he's such a curious fellow, Watson. I've reason to believe his opinion will be more valuable if he thinks that he and I are quite alone. I believe there's just room for you here. Here, behind, behind the head of my bed, I think. My dear Holmes. Yeah, yes, I... there's no alternative man... Uh, the old room doesn't lend it so much to concealment, does it? Quick, Watson! If you love me, do you hear what I say? Well, there's a cab drawing up. Well, I must say Holmes, that if it were. For heaven's sake, quick! Keep quiet! Don't speak! Don't move! Whatever happens, just listen, Watson. Listen with all your ears. Well, well, if if, if you say so. But this is this
0: is really hardly hardly dignified. He's coming, man. Quiet now. Holmes!
1: Holmes! Can't you hear me, Holmes? Smith, is that you? Oh, thank you. I hardly dared to hope you'd come. (laughs) I should imagine not indeed. And yet, I did, you see. Coals of fire mr sherlock Holmes. yes
2: it's very good of you very noble of you uh,
1: i appreciate your special knowledge <laughs> you do eh? fortunately you're the only man in london who does do you know what's the matter with you yes
2: yeah, the same i i recognize the symptoms
1: i shouldn't be surprised and a bad lookout for you if he did Victor was a dead man on the fourth day. I knew, you did it, Smith. Oh, you did, did you? Only you couldn't prove it. Uh, mm. I... So you uh, spread your rotten reports about me, and then you come crawling when you're in trouble yourself.
2: Mm? Uh,
1: I... Mm. I... What sort of game is that for the great Sherlock
2: Holmes to play? Let bygones be bygones, Smith. I'll I'll forget it all. Only cure me and I'll forget it all. Forget? (coughs) What? About Victor Savage's death. You must go to submit it just now that you've done it. I'll forget it. Can't you
1: remember any unusual incident about the time your symptoms began?
2: Nothing. I'm too ill.
1: Uh, Didn't anything come by post, for instance? Uh, A box? by chance. Smith in mercy's name. Holmes, oh, you yeah, must tell me. An ivory what, box. It what, came on Wednesday. Yeah. You opened it. Do you remember? Yeah. Yes, yes. There was a sharp spring inside it. Some kind of joke. A joke? Eh? It wasn't any joke as you find out your oh, cost.
2: I remember the spring. It drew blood. Uh, that box there. On the table. Ah, the very one by
1: George. And it may as well leave the room in my pocket. (laughs) There goes your last shred of evidence, Sherlock Holmes. But you have the truth at last, and you can die with the knowledge that I killed you. You knew too much about how Victor Savage died, so I sent you to join him. I think I'll sit here and watch you go. You haven't long now.
2: Turn up the gas, Smith. Please. Oh.
1: (laughs) The shadows begin to fall, do they? Very well. The gas, eh? All the better to see you by. Um, Is there... Is there any other little service that I can do for you, my friend?
2: Uh, yes, yes, if you'd be so good just give me your hand. Your hand. Your hand. Ah, oh, thank you. What's the meaning of this? I wouldn't struggle if I were you, Mr. Culverton-Smith. These handcuffs are quite strong enough to hold you. You can stand. <laughs> Ah, my pipe! You're perfectly well. Well, Ah, the best way of acting a part, of course, is to be it, Smith. (laughs) I give you my word that for the last three days I've tasted neither food nor drink. But really, it's the lack of tobacco that I found most irksome. Uh, Holmes, I'll murder you! You almost did, my friend. But wait, there's someone coming in. I think will be delighted to make your acquaintance. Ah, good evening, Inspector Morton. There's your man. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Holmes. We've been waiting in the streets as you told us to, in your message. Yeah, and cold enough, too, I'd fancy on a night like this, to save a poor invalid trouble, Inspector, Mr. Smith was so very good as to give you our signal himself by turning up the gas. (laughs) Before heaven, this is an outrage. I'll not stand for such a trick. Uh, One trick's as good as another, Mr. Smith. (laughs) Inspector Morton is from the yard, and the sergeant, well, you better hold out your hands and go quietly. Come, sir. I arrest you on the charge of the murder of one Victor Savage. (laughs) And the attempted murder of one Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) Oh, by the way, uh, Morton, the prisoner has a small box in his left-hand coat pocket, which I think it'd be just as well to remove. Yes. but handle it gingerly if you please uh, let me pass you the sugar tongs there that's it yeah, here on the table thank you so much a nice trap Holmes. also you fancy
1: <laughs> but you've no witness And whatever was said in this room was only between ourselves and my word is just as good as yours Archie.
2: oh <laughs> i beg your pardon good heavens My dear Watson, where are you? Bless you. Oh, yes, behind the bed. I owe you a thousand apologies. So I should
0: think, Holmes, I've never been so uncomfortable in all my life. Oh, my poor dear fellow.
2: I need hardly introduce you to Mr. Culverton Smith, who I am sure will now accept his defeat most gracefully now that he sees that you were a witness to his confession. Your servant, Mr. Smith. Confound you, Sherlock Holmes. Thank you. Take him away, Inspector. We can make all formal arrangements later. In the meantime watson perhaps you will be good enough to pour me out a glass of brandy well take his other arm sergeant much obliged to you mr holmes you've done it again good night sir dr watson good night morton after you mr smith
0: (laughs) (laughs) well well there you are then holmes here's your brandy thank you and i should prescribe a couple of biscuits for an empty stomach i think
2: oh thank you thank you i never needed this more
0: huh Uh. I never forgive you, Holmes. You know that, of course.
2: Oh, come, Watson. No, never. It was essential now to convince Mrs. Hudson that I was a dying man, so that she could convince you and you could convince our friend, Mr. Culverton Smith. Yes, but you should have oh, told me. Oh, you offended, Watson. It was really a compliment, you know. Compliment? <laughs> well, among your many talents, dissimulation finds no place, old friend. And you could never have impressed Smith with the urgency of it all if you hadn't really believed it yourself. But but your 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 whole appearance, your ghastly face and those those eyes. <laughs> Three days of absolute fast hardly improve one's beauty, Watson. And for the rest, well, a smear of Vaseline on the forehead, a little belladonna in the eyes, a <laughs> touch of rouge on the cheekbones <laughs> and these crusts of beeswax on oh. the lips. <laughs> a very satisfying effect may be produced, I think. Malingering is a subject I've often thought of for a monogram. And a little occasional talk about half-crowns or oysters, for instance, and behold, a
0: case of tragic delirium.
2: Exactly.
0: Yes, but why, why, why did you never let me near you if there wasn't any infection after all? Now, that was the unkindest cut, Holmes, it truly was. You said you'd no confidence in me.
2: Too much, my dear Watson. What? Well, do you imagine I'd have no respect for your medical ability? Could I imagine for a moment that your astute judgment would pass a dying man who had no rise of pulse or temperature? My dear fellow. Uh, uh, Well, if if you put it that way... Of course I do. How else? At four yards I could deceive you, not a foot nearer. And who then would have brought Mr. Smith within my grasp? Ah, yes. Yes, but, but the little box, eh? That harmless looking little ivory box what are they no 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 watson don't touch it not even now can't you see the way the little sharp infected spring shoots out like a viper's tooth when you look down at it sideways Hmm? he killed his nephew with that device the boy stood between smith and his inheritance he died horribly
0: oh still i find it hard to forgive you you know You worried Mrs.
2: Hudson and me inconsolably. Ah, poor Mrs. Hudson. I'll make it up to her. But you must admit it was the work of a true artist. You must permit me my methods. Watson, you of all people. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Come, let me soothe your savage breast. And then perhaps when I've dressed, uh, something solid and nutritious at that little chop house of ours in the strand would not I fancy be out of place. I confess that dying is quite one of the hungriest hobbies I've ever taken up.
0: The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, based on the original stories of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, have been dramatized anew with original music composed by Sidney Torch. Sir Ralph Richardson played the part of Dr. Watson and Sir John Gilgood that of Sherlock Holmes. The program was produced by Harry Allen Towers.